The brain is a problem-solving machine. The mind brain is a problem-solving machine. You need to make sure that it has space to start solving new things. Welcome to the Limitless Life Experience podcast with me, your host, Susie Ashworth. I'm a mum of three, multiple six-figure serial entrepreneur, business strategist, Hay House author, speaker, coach, and believer in miracles. I help female entrepreneurs like you go from confusion to clarity when it comes to creating messaging that converts browsers into buyers so that you can build a business that makes a real difference in the world and helps you live a life without limitations. This is the Limitless Life Experience. Hello, hello, you gorgeous human being. It is Susie Ashworth here and you are listening to the Limitless Life Experience podcast and I am so, so delighted to have you here today, this evening, this afternoon, whatever time it is with you right now. And I hope that you are vibing. I hope that you are thriving and I hope that you are feeling all of the good things. And if you are not bringing that energy to the table today, if you are feeling a little bit lackluster, a little bit like the world is not my friend right now, I also want you to know that it is all welcome. Somebody said that listening to my podcast was like getting a warm hug and that is exactly how I want you all to feel. I was musing on the fact that, you know, so much of this game this game of life is about accepting all facets of ourselves. We spend a huge amount of energy and resource, both consciously and unconsciously, hiding the bits of ourselves that we reject, that we reject and that we have abandoned because we are fearful that other people will reject and abandon us if they really knew. And that is sad, isn't it? It's really, really freaking sad. And the people that we are drawn to in life and in business are the people that we feel have reached a level of self-acceptance that we aspire to, that we aspire to live into. And I think, again, what's interesting when I think about that and my mentors is also still understanding that on this very human 3D plane, that unless you are working with somebody who has really done the spiritual work, you know, I always go to my default, like unless you are working with the Dalai Lama, you are going to be working with people who are going through the work, who haven't figured it out, who are still really learning on working through the bits of themselves that they do not love and adore. 
And the reason that this is all relevant today is that I was going through the accountability forms with my lovely lead coach and one of the forms said that she was one of the forms <laughs> one of the people one of my clients said on her form that she was in this weird place of really recognizing that she had finally seen the success that she was looking for and now she feels a little bit like a rabbit in a headlight the thought patterns that are going around in her head are saying things like, you don't really deserve this. This isn't your story. This isn't, you know, this isn't for you. And I thought it was interesting because this is somebody who, uh, you know, she's in that, I want to be hitting consistent 5k marks. But what's really interesting is that At the same time as seeing this on an accountability form, I had just had a conversation with a potential one-to-one client who is looking to scale to a million over the next couple of years. I'm like, definitely going to shorten that timeline. (laughs) Who said similar things. The stories that go on in her head are, you're not quite good enough to be doing this, even though the evidence is all there, even though her clients are getting amazing results, you're not quite good enough to step into all that is possible. It's the same voice. And so I really wanted to talk to that. Gay Hendricks talks about this in his book, The Big Leap, and he calls it your upper limit. So where we see success, where we have a desire and we achieve the success or desire that we are looking to expand into and then the brain says, holy shitballs, this feels dreadfully uncomfortable. This is not where I am familiar with at all. Let's just like slow your roll and bring things down to where we all know and where we all feel comfortable. Gay Hendricks calls it the upper limits. Other people in the industry call it self-sabotage. What happens after the success? And my first tip for you, whenever you are setting an intention or a goal, is to know what you want. Set that as your minimum standard. And then set yourself the intention of, and what would blow my freaking mind away? So some people have this as good, better, best. What's really important here is that you have your good and your best. Where most people make a mistake when they set their goals like that is that they only align for the good. They only align for the minimum standard. And so psychologically, they are... The, the best feels beyond them. And frequency-wise, it is highly unlikely. Highly, highly unlikely. And when it comes to universal law, universal law would say it is impossible for you to hit your best goal if you're not aligning to it, because you're just not a frequency match to it. You can only hit your minimum if that is what you are aligned to. 
So you have your good goal and you have your best goal. I want you to align to your best goal, the goal beyond the goal. And the reason that that is important is when you decide that I want to be hitting 10k a month and you set your goal for 30,000 a month and you really focus on aligning your energy and your frequency to 30,000 a month, you can't help but accelerate the speed at which you surpass 10,000. And I speak to this from experience. Those are the numbers that I was working with. And I did an online course and the mentors said the goal be on the goal. And rather than hitting 10, so I knew my goal was 10. So I decided to align to 30. The following month I hit 26,000. Woohoo! Now what I didn't immediately do was reset. So what was interesting is that I saw a dip in my income. I didn't immediately go, if I am able to make 30 my minimum standard, then I should be aligning for 40 or 50. What I went was, holy shit balls, I just made 10,000 and and 26,000 and what do I do next? Always setting the goal beyond the goal. And how you how you avoid making the mistake that I made is as soon as I received 10,000, I should have aligned, realigned my 30,000 goal. As soon as I'd hit the 10,000, created a new best goal. And the reason that this is important. So we've got, you have your goal beyond the goal, which will accelerate the speed at which you hit your first target. So that's the first thing. That's powerful. Secondly, as soon as you've surpassed your first target, even if you haven't hit your new best goal, realign to a higher number. And the reason is, is that what happens, what happened with me, what happened with many people is that once you hit, in my case, a 26,000, the mind goes into a little bit of a implosion. The mind says, what the fuck? Like, how did that happen? And what happens next? You can't possibly do that again. This was a fluke. I goes into freeze mode. Like sirens are going off. Fight, flight or freeze happens. And within that fight, flight or freeze, some kind of self-sabotage. I am going to argue with my partner because I feel so stressed because I can't handle all of the things. I'm going to stop selling because I can't take any more clients on. I'm going to worry about delivering because I am not good enough to hold the space for all of these people or that type of person or fill in the blank. The brain is a problem-solving machine. The mind brain is a problem-solving machine. You need to make sure that it has space to start solving new things. And if you don't set the goal beyond the goal, often that sabotage will happen before you get to the target. Because again, the mind brand is saying, I don't know what happens after this, so I'm just going to keep you at this smaller level. We're not even going to attempt to get there. So the two things that we have covered 
goal beyond the goal helps you accelerate the speed at which you hit the original goal. Secondly, realigning. You're constantly realigning to a better best so that your mind is not freaking out about what happens next. So you're creating space for continual expansion. It also means that you don't get fixated about your numbers because they are constantly growing. Step two in this process is to look at the stories that you are telling yourself. So beyond the freezing, beyond the this is never going to last, I want you to ask yourself, why am I saying this? What is the story beyond that feeling of dis-ease about why you are not worthy of receiving and holding the space? Get your journal out and literally just ask yourself, why does it not feel safe for me to continue to expand? And write down every single story that comes up. And you know, and if this is the first episode, maybe you don't know, but I like to work on all four areas of transformation, all four pillars of transformation. So consciously, subconsciously, physically and energetically to make long lasting changes that enable you to make a quantum leap. But the most basic thing that you can do right now is to start to consciously rewire those stories to catch them. Most people feel so uncomfortable with their dis-ease that they simply try to bury it. They pretend that it doesn't exist and it manifests really unconsciously until They have created such a freaking mess. I'm going to have a massive launch and then I'm not going to make any money for the next three months. Is kind of how that looks. They make such a freaking mess that they are only focused on the firefighting. They are only focused on sorting out the symptoms of the problem rather than going to the root cause. Simply by shining a light on the stories that you are telling yourself about your worthiness, about your deservingness, about your ability, you immediately start to create space between the story and your true essence. And your true essence is limitless, is powerful, is absolutely capable of embracing all of your soul's desires. And I could completely go off on another tangent about the importance of alignment, but your soul knows what it is that you are supposed to be doing. And all of those desires are absolutely available for you. Your soul never gives you a task or a desire or a wish that is not supposed to be yours. Your mind will tell you that you want stuff that you're not in alignment with. Your mind will tell you stuff that is just really not your wheelhouse that you need to focus on. And so being able to differentiate between the two is important. There we go. We've gone off on the tangent. 
But bringing it back, when you look at the stories, that's where you first, that's that first gateway to transforming them, shining a light on the shadows. And then a really, really simple process is to ask yourself, is this true? The answer is always no, the negative story about your worthiness. And then ask yourself, what is true? What do I desire to be true? What do I desire to expand into? What do I want to create? And in the early stages of my business, honestly, this is how I created and allowed myself to double my business year on year for four years in a row. By shining a light on where I was limiting myself and then identifying what does the limitless version of this story say? What does the limitless version of this story do? What does the limitless story of this what does the limitless version of this story show up like? And then moment by moment, I would actively, consciously choose to step into the limitlessness when I found myself acting in that limited way or thinking in that limited way or being in that limited way. I would consciously choose limitlessness. It's very difficult to do that until you have got the torch out and looked at where you need to shine the light. So rather than ignoring or burying your discomfort, look at it. What are the stories? And then what are the illuminated versions of those stories, the limitless versions of those stories, the stories that show up when we are able to shine a light on them deeply. So two-step process. First step is to make sure that you have a goal beyond the goal that you are consistently realigning to. That's first two steps. You are consistently realigning, recalibrating the best goal so you never get to like the end of the cliff and feel like you've run out of space to keep running. Secondly is to catch the dis-ease and start to investigate what are the stories that I'm telling myself that say that this isn't going to last. Are those stories true? The answer is always no. What is the new story that you want to create? And All you're doing there is working at this at the conscious level of transformation, which is extremely freaking powerful. How you accelerate the speed at which you are dropping the baggage and creating space for the new expansion is to, of course, include subconscious transformation, physical transformation and energetic transformation. But but those first three steps super, super powerful. So go ahead and knock yourself out. If you have enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and leave me a lovely review on iTunes. Make sure you take a little screenshot 
of this episode, share it on your Instagram so we can spread the love and get more and more people in the family. So enjoy the rest of your day, afternoon, evening, and remember that faith plus action equals miracles.